This is Sam DeLaRosa, artist for Marvel in DC. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Welcome, dear listener, to the superhero slugfest nobody asked for. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box, where Daredevil gets defeated by an arcade. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Daredevil, like, seriously was, like, impaired by the noises in the arcade. Like, he's like, can't focus. Nah. <laughs> so much stimulus. <laughs> this? Oh, man. So, so, before we get too deep, we're talking about oh, yeah. Volume 1, uh, epi- episode, uh, <laughs> Volume 1, uh, uh, what the fuck do you call it? Uh, number, number 13, 13 of yeah. Moon Knight, um, which is a Moon Knight Daredevil crossover. Um, and it's just singular issue. Yes, it is the, um, I mean, so the only reason I knew about this is cause I collect daredevil crossover. I collect daredevil comics and daredevil oh, okay. crossovers. So, um, that being said, old comics are very wordy <laughs> and sometimes they're good. And sometimes they're, is this considered an old comic? Is that what you're saying? I would say it's the eighties. It's not like a golden age or yeah. like anything, but it's like, it's an, this came out August 4th, 1981, but it's very typical of its era where like, there's a lot of words. And then, I mean, I'm just, I want to be straight up with the listener. This comic book is not very good. <laughs> okay. In my opinion, <laughs> like the fight is ridiculous. The fact that the fight happens is ridiculous. <laughs> The bad guy is ridiculous. The jester? Like, yeah, like the jester. Uh, there's several characters like the jester in DC and in Marvel. So the jester and Ace Taggart are the two yeah, main antagonists. Taggart's basically just a, a dude. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's like the Moon Knight's like I want him for this reason. Daredevil's like I want him for that reason. <laughs> we'll fight. <laughs> Moon Knight out of nowhere is like. Oh, I can't let Daredevil do this yet because I need the other the jester to yeah, go yeah. to the other guy. Yeah. And he's like, so I'll fucking fight Daredevil <laughs> so, as opposed to talk to him. Essentially, the premise is these two get released yeah. from jail. Two from, criminals, from, one that Moon Knight put in jail, one that Daredevil put in right. jail, are getting released. Evidently became cellmates, hatch a plan of revenge. On Daredevil, and then the Jester wants revenge on his. The Jester wants revenge on like the guy who hired him as an actor, and then later made his life into like a laughing stock. Right, and they're getting released four days apart, so they have a plan of revenge. And so Daredevil and Moon Knight like suspect yes. that they're going, which is really funny. Like you, yeah. you can't. It's not like oh man, they did their time in prison. Like cool, good for them. Like immediately they're like these people are going to do bad again, which they yeah. do. But it's just a funny thing for a lawyer uh, to like just assume at this point. But it's very not what you what you don't want cops to do. Yeah, and these are like <laughs> these are like cop level superheroes essentially. <laughs> And they're both like, getting out of prison for good behavior, huh? Bet he fucks up again. I'll follow him. Oh, he hit a guy with a yo-yo? That's enough to take him down. It literally happens in this comic book. So, they get out of prison. They're, they're, they want their revenge. And what you said may, it happens, essentially. Daredevil's like, I'm going to take him down. And then Moon Knight's like, no, I need him to take down the other guy. And then, as opposed to just talking, they have a big brawl. And they fight about it. <laughs> A big brawl, like 
Moon Knight cuts Daredevil's like cord while he's swinging in, and then he's like impressed. He's like, mm, "He recovered better than I thought. I'm gonna punch him in the face." <laughs> and then they like fall onto some citizens in an arcade, and Daredevil can't focus because there's bells and whistles going off. Moon Knight has the advantage. <laughs> And uh, then they're both like, hey, we're hurting uh, citizens. We should stop. <laughs> We've probably already, in fact, done enough to be considered a crime. <laughs> so they <laughs> – so stupid. Yeah, it's uh, not good. They, it's they, not written well. <laughs> they fight over that fact. I mean, eventually they catch these two people. Yes. They catch one because he's climbing a ladder and then the helicopter takes him away to the police station, I believe is what it was. No, like, so Jester – Essentially crashes a play that his the guy who hired him to be an actor and then later made him into a laughing right. stock because he was so bad at it. It's like his comeback play. Right. And the jester like crashes it with like giant like robots and death toys and like <laughs> you know and then the cops are showing up so he calls Taggart to get the helicopter ready. Right. And which evidently that's enough of a crime for Moon Knight to take him out, like receiving a phone call. <laughs> Um, and then, so Moon Knight, who also has a moon copter, puts the moon copter in the play. <laughs> and then when Jester goes to get into his helicopter, thinking he's going to escape, it's Moon Knight's helicopter. Yeah. And, he and takes then he him just, like, drops station. him off in front of the police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... uh, so, it's you, comically bad. It's... You, you chose this because we were watching Moon Knight yeah, because and because we were watching Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. And there's... So there's really only one good Moon Knight Daredevil crossover, in my opinion. It's called Shadowlands. But it it goes into, like, several different comics, and it would have been kind of complicated to do for the show. So just pick this single episode to read just because it was – I mean, it's like a – I'm trying to find, like, good parts about it. Like, <laughs> for the time, the illustrations are good. It's so- just like – but it's weird because, like, the jester's also narrating the comic <laughs> that he's going to get caught in. <laughs> like, he's the narrator, so he's, like, the overseer of right. what's going on. Right. Yet doesn't realize he's going to lose. <laughs> so. It's very. It's a very bizarre way to tell a story. It's written by uh, writer Doug Mensch, I believe is how you say his name. And uh, it's the artist is Bill Senkowitz. Not Mensch's best work. The art is still cool, I think. Um, so Bill, it's very eighties. Like the whole thing is eighties, and it's just overly complicated with the dialogue. There's so much dialogue. There's like there's inner monologuing when there doesn't need to be <laughs> like, during fight scenes, and like and a like it literally starts out like I entered the show with like the superhero slugfist. In the comic, it says, like, of the century or something like that. Right. Literally, the fight scene is maybe a page and a half of panels. <laughs> it is definitely not the slugfest of the century. And it's literally like they just punch each other a couple times. And at one point, Daredevil, like, throws his stick at Moon Knight. And Moon's like, bitch, I got a stick, too. And throws it in. <laughs> oh, like, man. Oh, so, Doug Mensch, the writer... Um, it looks like he's mostly known for his time on Batman and Detective Comics. Yes, which he um, did a far better job of writing than this. Mitch so, is not a terrible writer. Um, and then I've, and Bill Sankowitz is uh, the the artist for Moon Knight, so it makes sense that he would stay there. But he's also known for New Mutants and Elektra. Um, so, yeah, he's a good artist. The art's fine for the era, I think. It's neither – I would say it's neither good nor bad. <laughs> 
it's just a I mean it's one random comic in the middle of like I, who know I don't know what happened before on 11 or or 12 I mean or what it's happens relevant. at 14 so they're both completely different stories <laughs> yeah I don't, I, I, is that normal for the 80s is just to be I mean, like very monster of the week abnormal for so right now we are in a I would call like most everything happens in arcs right now but not always. Like you get like weird filler books. But yeah, in the eighties, nineties, you would have a lot of this. It'd just be like comic to comic. It could be one thing. It could be the next thing. It could be right. the next thing. And you would occasionally get like a couple comic arc, and then you know back to like single issues. Yeah, they were definitely monster of the week style. Uh, a lot more often. Not all of them, obviously. But it was much more common then than it is today. And then there's not a ton. The only thing that sucks is there's just not like a ton to talk because it's like no. There's not. It's, it's one comically, issue. But it's also just comically kind of bad. Right. Like, to the point it's like, I don't know what else to say besides, uh, I I have, I hadn't read this comic probably since the 90s, and it's <laughs> far worse than that. <laughs> well, it's very simple. I mean, two dudes yeah. get out of jail, they do something bad again, they go back to jail, and Daredevil and Moon Knight meet each other. Like, it's not, it's there's not much depth to a story like that. And I kind of remembered that already, but I just didn't remember how bad the, like, dialoguing and monologuing was like like Taggart like he's getting out of jail and he's like you know I want to kill Moon Knight which makes sense he's like a bad guy right and Jess is like no 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 before we kill Moon Knight we must ruin a play (laughs) (laughs) and Taggart's like yeah you're right (laughs) Moon Knight can wait so the Jester must fall (laughs) Jester uh, was struggling actor. He's got a huge ego. Um, he was in Superior Spider-Man, apparently. Um, Death and Resurrection with She-Hulk. Um, and he was defeated by Jessica Jones and Spider-Woman. So he's made a few appearances. Um, yeah, Jester's not like... He's an above-average athlete, so no special skills. He's just a gymnastics dude. His main shtick is that he's like honed his body for the stage he's like he can like fence and he's like a acrobat and he also like creates like doodly dads <laughs> but he is a silly bad guy i i think like the flash has a bad guy that's like exactly like him too and like so does superman like there's there's always just like this weird ass bad guy who makes like toys, toys? yeah I think Flash is literally, I think his name is the, the toy, toy maker. maker yeah. I think so. <laughs> and so like, it's just a thing. I don't get it. <laughs> it looks like he appears in a lot of Daredevil. I mean, that looks to be like maybe his main, his main yeah, comic book. He's been so. like other Daredevil books. And I, I think he's also been written better than this a few times. 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. I mean, he's got a fucking ton of Daredevil. Yeah. Like, I definitely know him more from Daredevil books. And like, he has been more complex in other comics other issues but like in this issue it just his motivations are silly at best because even he's like yes i also want to kill the daredevil but first that's weird broadway so yeah i mean there's nothing nothing a ton to this like i said there's a very simple plot line it only runs one comic book issue so it's very simple it is cool. I do like when comic book characters cross over into the other books. I would feel I, I do too. This is like not as successful as most, <laughs> but <laughs> it is still okay. I still suggest reading like these old comics. Like you get like a hint of, uh, you get to see like where we're at today, like how we got here. Like 
Because to me, this is like everything in the past is kind of like a weeding out process of what works and what doesn't work. Right. And I don't know. There's still like nostalgic fun of seeing like these like just terribly written like. It's fun. It's funny looking back on shit like that. Um, it's got a value on eBay of anywhere from thirty to forty-five bucks for just the comic book, and I think that's mostly based on the fact that Moon Knight just came out as a TV because this book is not worth. $30. There's a nine point eight CGC graded one that's worth that's going for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a pipe uh, dream. <laughs> There's also a nine point six that's going for two hundred and seventy-five bucks. So. Who knows? <laughs> it's not. I just bought. It's neither one of their like first. I don't even know if it's their first appearance together. I just bought like a Bane, Breaking the Bat, like Nightfall nine point four signed for two hundred bucks, and that's like a real book, right? These are not real books. <laughs> like these are, like I said, Moon Knight's not loved. This this TV show is going to give him some fandom that he didn't have before. And these are like clearly bumps based on that. Not to mention clearly bumps based on there was speculation that Daredevil would appear on the show. Right. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you're a comic fan, I think you know that. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't rush out to buy this book. Right. I mean, if you can get it for no, I mean, if you're buying the book just the book by itself for thirty bucks, like yeah, that's I mean, fine. It's probably cool. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it is an older book, right? And it's probably a little hard to find. I would say if it's in very good condition. Not like the actual very good condition, right, right, but right. I mean like good condition. <laughs> it's weird. Isn't that some stupid yeah. shit? <laughs> very good, very not good, that good. It's bad, yeah. Um, uh, then thirty bucks is okay. I think you'd be more in like the ten to fifteen bucks right. range. You'd be safe on. But I mean, even if you get fucking ripped off by ten dollars, it's a cool comic. But do not book. spend twelve hundred dollars yeah. on this book. <laughs> I just was curious what it, what they years, were going for. A couple years from now, it will not be worth twelve hundred. <laughs> I almost guarantee it. Uh, uh, I could be the lot I'm wrong. It's worth like five thousand dollars. <laughs> gave everybody like terrible comic book buying advice. Yeah, I even bought uh, X Men Annual Number One for eight point oh for two hundred and fifty bucks from John recently. Mm. That's a big book too. That's right. like that's an X Men uh, Avengers cover. Like it's dope as fuck. Right. It's, yeah, not, yeah. I mean, I know a 9.8 is better than 8.0, but it's a far better book. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, there's not a way. I was trying to look up if there was a way to see how much these sold, like like how, what, how they did back when they came out. I don't know that there's a good way to gauge that when it comes to comic books. <laughs> About what? Exactly. Like how well they did, like how much money they might have made in 1981 when they came out and shit like that. I'm not sure that that's ever was recorded somewhere. Like because now Diamond Comics put, puts out a thing every quarter yeah. that says this sold this many issues and this sold this many issues. This was number one for this quarter. But I don't know that that was a thing back in the day. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't. The only thing I can see is value of what it's worth right now. Um, and most are in that 20 to $40 range. Yeah. But go read it. I guess go find it. If it's singular, you could probably find it online as well. Like it's probably very – that's where I found it. It's very easy to find that you way. You definitely read it online for free. <laughs> if you can buy it, go buy it. If you're a Daredevil or Moon Knight yes. collector, it's probably a cool little piece that goes into your collection. It Don't pay $1,200. I will say it is hard to find at a local shop because I was trying to find a copy – 
to maybe give away for this episode. That's what I was trying to do for the Alien stuff, too. And I it, it is so hard to find those older books. Oh, the original Alien comics? Yeah, those are even <laughs> Even, like, the collected, like, omnibus, like, like little ones are like still like a hundred bucks minimum of that. Um, I actually have a hardcover one um, that I got out of like a loot crate a long time ago. They did right. an exclusive one, but yeah, there even that that came out of that loot crate. That one's still like 150 bucks. No, oh, wow. I looked at it. So I'm still trying to figure out how to give shit away on YouTube because I feel like right now that might be the the biggest place where people put eyes on our shit. Um, because I have DVDs and stuff I want to give away. So uh, look, look out for some of that stuff. If you guys aren't on the YouTube or definitely some comics (laughs) on that I just have like multiple issues of or whatever. Right. Right. Like uh, when, uh, DC did rebirth, I, I jumped on every book until I was planning on separating down some. And I just stayed on every book for quite a while. Uh, but I have a ton of like, one like three copies of like the first issues of a lot of those and some right. of those are worth like 20 30 bucks right so yeah if, if that's something you guys want to see like giveaways or stuff like yeah, that for sure i mean i just got shit lying around so does Juan. so <laughs> for sure definitely uh we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah uh until then a uh, short episode but we're trying to do a comic book every time we get down sit down to talk um we are totlb.com go check us out there uh trying to do more facebook and stuff i've been gone for a week so that was a little thin um but trying to get back in the swing of things uh but go check us out there youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box for a at least every night a comic book history kind of little detail that's been pretty cool um but otherwise check out the podcast man we uh until then uh, i've been juan i'm Doyle, and we will catch you next time bye everybody on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!